Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Gobble in the Brain. I am your host, Dr. Clyde Mayberry, and I always say I'm excited, but I really am uh, excited for this series. And this is going to be the beginning of a series. I don't even know how long it's going to be, but I want to talk about or focus on the family. We need to focus on the family. There's a lot of issues that we're dealing with. Some are new. Some are old, some are caused by tragedies or death or something like that, but our families aren't together. A lot of times, some of us are even treating our family members uh, like strangers or outsiders, and they're literally blood relatives. Clearly, we must know that that was not the design that uh, our creator had in terms of us dealing with blood relatives. And that there would be a closeness and it'd be a bond and and people that you can trust and people that are there for help. And that's what the family was designed for. And when it's not working, boy, does it affect us in a horrible way. So I want to talk about focus on the family. Today, the subject matter is emotional cutoff. We're going to talk about emotional cutoff. And if you have not already, I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast and, of course, share it. Uh, If you feel that it is helpful to you or you know someone that it would be helpful for, that you could share that and get the word out. We're trying to increase our listening audience. So we're excited for those who have tuned in again and welcome. Uh, So emotional cutoff. When I say emotional cutoff, I'm specifically talking about um, emotional cutoff describes how people manage their unsolved emotional issues. And that's with whether it's their parents or siblings or other members of their family. They do it by reducing or totally cutting off emotional contact with them. So emotional contact or emotional cutoff, rather, is literally um, putting down your family. Dropping them. Deciding not to fool with them anymore. And we tend to do this in in every other situation. Um, People do it at work. People do it with their boss. We will cut off in a minute. And we believe, at least in the moment of cutting off, that it's solving some kind of problem. But the problem is it's really not. It, It does not solve a problem when we emotionally cut someone off. What it does is delay a problem. You know, emotional cutoff will alleviate anxiety and pain in the short term. But that pain is heightened in the long run. And what I am seeing as a therapist is it it becomes very uncomfortable. That pattern in the person who does it normally has a bunch of unsolved or unresolved conflicts in their life. And they're deteriorating their mental health by doing it, for instance. As a child, if you did not have a prosperous relationship with your dad, and as you got older and you got out of your dad's house, you decided you didn't even want to have anything to do with him anymore. That's emotional cutoff. If you are a male and you have a problem with your dad like that, there is some stability in relationships that will be affected in your adult life. If as a kid you were cut off and you might've been cut off because he did something, maybe you're cut off because he left. Maybe you were cut off because it, it was forced, meaning that he was in prison or something. But the bottom line is when that relationship is a strain, then there are problems. The biggest thing 
uh, with young men is not knowing their identity and who they are. The dad is the backbone of these relationships and the, and the cornerstone of the family. And obviously we don't always pick dads to be that, but that's what role they were intended. And so, you know, when you even think about having a husband, um, that word is really house banned. The husband or the male counterpart is supposed to secure the house, that it feels safe and secure, that the, 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 the members of the family uh, live in that comfort of not having to worry or be afraid. Uh, that house band is also to be a provider, to make sure that the family has everything that it needs to grow. Your family as a man is your vineyard and you got to take care of the vineyard. You got to make sure the soil is tilled and that it has everything it needs. It's fertilizer. It's getting enough sunlight. It's getting enough water. All that's a metaphor to say the man's got to handle his business and be that guy. Called to be the head of the relationship. He's got to be that guy. And many run from that and struggle with that. And there are some who have handled that. But the point is, that's what the house band was supposed to be. The wife, though, is the weaver. She's, that's why she has that nurturing ability. She weaves in and out of that relationship, strengthens the bonds, develops, nurtures, assists, comforts. She does all of that on the inside. And when they work hand in hand together, man, you got you something. You got something great. But emotional cutoff is when there are problems. We tend to, and I'm sure you've seen people who just, they and they will lie about it too. They will say, you know, you think there's something going on and you say, hey, are we okay? Is everything good? And they're going to look you in the face and say, yep, yeah, we good. But they know that that's just not the truth. And so we naturally, it's a natural tendency in the flesh to cut people off instead of dealing with whatever issue. Now, I have to say in terms of the healthiness of it, again, it's detrimental for the long run. But in some occasions, stepping back from a situation is noteworthy. You got to step aside because it's too hot. You know, we're going to end up fighting in here. I have had people, families who were in hospice and the mom died. The dad had already died and the mom died and they had to figure out what to do about the house and her bills and whatever. And there's always that one a sibling that normally pays for most of the stuff. They want to talk about everything right now. And can we get mama in the grave first? Can we can we do that? It, it See, it's good to put that on hold. Put that on the back burner and reschedule that for another time. And that take time to grieve. So it can be healthy. It's just the long-term effects of it. So when we start talking about cut, emotional cutoff, and again, you're doing it for the sake of lowering anxiety. It's just some people that right in the moment you can't deal with. You don't want to deal with. It might be a fight up in here. So instead of starting moving furniture and smoking the city, we back off. And so that's the reason that we we do it. But when you shut down emotionally, and that's really what what is happening, we lose our empathy when we shut down emotionally. We just don't care anymore. The definition of empathy is feeling into another person's emotional experience, a feeling into another person's emotional experience. 
Being cut off from one's own emotions makes it impossible to have a sense of anyone else's. So if you're denying your own emotions, and there are some people who feel that they have to do that. Some people have been made to feel that, that what they think and feel doesn't matter. And so they not only get cut off from the people get doing that to them, but they're cut off to their own emotions. But whenever we get cut off, we're going to lose understanding and empathy. We won't care. So you can see that that's a major problem. We need to care. When you are cut off from your family, and that's a hard thing. I don't want to talk about why you got cut off. Because <laughs> sometimes we, we know why, but we don't like to verbalize it. But there's not much that you can do when somebody shuts you out. You know, the best thing to do, the number one thing to do is pray. And even if you're not too religious, the idea of praying uh, would have to do with there's this there's it's therapeutic to get it off of you, to to hand it over to someone else or someone greater. Um, That will help greatly. Um, Sometimes you got to let it go. We got people that have a hard time letting things go, but you can't force or make somebody do something. So if they don't want to engage, you can't make them. And so you're going to have to work on spend more time on the let it go end. The other thing is to allow yourself to grieve that, to grieve the relationship because you can't get that time back. And that's what's so sad. Um, And then it really helps to talk about it, to spend time talking with somebody, even writing letters that you don't send, but just writing a letter to tell the person how you feel or what you're experiencing is all helpful. So that's what you do if you are cut off the remedy though the remedy for being um, you know the alternative I should say for not cutting someone off is to actually give them honesty and now most people aren't ready for honesty and you know biblically we're told to give to speak the truth and love one to another Ephesians 4 15 but that doesn't always happen we don't like to give that honesty or that level of honesty I want to encourage you today to be a person who literally does that, who gives honesty. And it's something that you just practice in in everyday life. But but when you give that level of honesty or that truth, that's something that you do because you love people. You have to love them enough to give them the truth. In a lot of cases, when you're experiencing something so bad that you makes you want to cut somebody off. I guarantee you other people are experiencing it, too. Now, it is still to this day beyond me why groups of people will allow somebody to be a certain way. We'll just allow it. Now, you see this more at church than any other place. They just allow somebody to act a certain way that's contrary to what we believe. And nobody says anything. Everybody's waiting on somebody to say something. When the person who sees it first, it should be by this point, a bunch of people saying something about it. People will do what you allow them to do. I wish I could say that 99 more times. People will do what you allow them to do. People will get over on you if you allow them to. This is where your defense comes to speaking the truth. Your truth matters. Now, again, there's an absolute truth. And then I'm just going to tell you what I believe. There's an absolute truth that cannot be denied, although people deny it. But there's an absolute truth. And then there's what 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 I, my conclusion I've drawn and I'm entitled to my conclusion. Now, I might want to act on my conclusion. I might tell you what I think or what I believe, and you may not believe the same. 
Well, now we have a choice, but at least I owe you an explanation. If that's what we, if that's how I feel about something, then if that's how you really feel, say that. That's called adulting. Say it. Tell somebody. We don't need to go and talk behind their back or gossip or tell other people. Tell the person that you're dealing with. Explain to them in love. But see, I'm saying this, and this is in general, and these are principles that will work in general, but I'm specifically talking about family. Specifically talking about family. We are so quick to dismiss family. There were a lot of things that I know I had to forgive as I got older with my parents, my siblings. We talk about it. There were things we had to forgive. And I'll tell you, once I decided to forgive, man, was that healing. It also made way for me to think about all the things that didn't happen. I could think about all the things that did not happen. You know, I praise God that we, nobody molested us or anything like that was going on in, in our in our families. And uh, I'm thankful that, um, you know, there were there were abuses, but, you know, it was abuses that we could handle. You know, uh, my dad had drinking days, um, smoking days. My mom, uh, all of them. I mean, they went through everything you could go through in the 60s and 70s living in America. And my parents had us when they were fairly young. So they made a lot of young parents mistakes. But as they grew, and I'm also thankful that I got to watch my family grow, watch my mom and dad grow to to being like fair weather Christians, to actually stepping up and, and being involved in church. That made a difference. But I knew that they were trying and I knew that they did the best that they could for what they were working with. And, you know, that's all I was able to do. Now, I'd like to believe I did it better, but I don't know. My kids will tell me. <laughs> and and for my own children, they're all adults. And they even say, well, so-and-so was your favorite. And I didn't think it was fair when you did this. And everybody has a gripe. But for the most part, what I am thankful for is that my family can still come together in love and spend time together and have holidays together and build memories together Everybody's kids knows who their cousins are and uncles are and aunts are. I'm thankful for that um, because I know so many families that don't have that. And so you really think you're not missing anything, but you are. So as we close today, I want you to think about emotional cutoff and recognize who you've cut off in your life. Start with your family. And I hope you can't find any. But start with your family and understanding why. And even if you don't do anything about it, think about if there could have been a better way. If there could have been a better way, a better way to handle it. Maybe there was something different that could have been done to change something. And maybe not. But I want you to think about your emotional cutoff and be aware of people that you cut off. Start with your family. And then start going outside that circle and see, was it really worth it? You know, there are some people that we do find are just better not in our lives. That's real. But family, man, I'm really, I'm really talking about family. I keep coming back to family because believe it or not, you need your family. In this life, when the chips are down and there's no place else to go, there's supposed to be family. 
So you build from that what you need to. I hope that's been a help to you today. Emotional cutoff can be a monster. And you just spend a bunch of years, later years in therapy, dealing with mental health issues because it didn't work out for you. I hope that's not your plight. And I hope things go well for you. Uh, I am thankful for this opportunity to share with you. I hope you got something out of it. And like, comment, and share. Thanks.